Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... What Bones Does. What Bones Does. What Bones Does. So this was suggested to us over the past year by a couple people in Discord. Yeah, it was suggested to us by Josh and Alexis Lurleen. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to name any specifics, but uh, our kid is doing online school still, and uh, she got a lesson, and one of the lessons was unironically titled, What Bones Does. (laughs) I was like, we need to teach that lesson today. (laughs) And she told me, she said, it's what bones does. And I was like, ha ha. And then she realized that I didn't, I, I thought she was just saying that. And she showed me, and that's what her teacher had typed. <laughs> what bones does? So Natalie, what 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 do they do? What what the what does bones? What does bones does? Bones protect the various organs in your body and produce red and white blood cells. They store minerals, provide structure and support for the body and enable mobility. I think that mobility is a big one. You don't really think about it, but without bones... I could get around without bones. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do? I wiggle like a worm. Would you like kind of... You'd starfish around? I'd be like... Plop around. Plop. <laughs> Do a little somersault, plop over, plop down the stairs. <laughs> You'd have to really have muscle tone to get it, to get. I mean, look, you could be sedentary and homebound without bones. Right. <laughs> I I was talking about living a full life. I was I would have like the weirdest muscles. Oh, you probably would. I'd have like a very weird physique, I'm sure. I would be ripped in a really weird way from having no bones. I agree. If you had zero bones, you would have a weird physique. (laughs) I think my head would be the weirdest. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that's awful because you'd have to move that sucker around and like not damage your thinking parts. And then your eyeballs aren't protected. Oh, that's just going to be a mess. Right, right. You got to, you're going to have to. Flop yourself around and just keep that delicately balanced on top. What about eating? You'd have to just have to suckle on something. No no hard foods. No jaws to, to chew with. You just have to suckle on the teat of something and then flop around. Well, it's, <laughs> it's nightmarish, sure, but it's good to know there is a reality worse than this one. <laughs> so, Natalie, what, in technical terms, what's a bone? It's uh, rigid tissue that is part of the vertebrate skeleton in animals. So if you're a vertebrate, then you got some. They're hard tissue. Hard, almost as a rock, but not quite. Okay, so tissue just means anything that a living thing grows. Is that true? I think that just means like like a mass of cells that is differentiated in a way to make it do a certain thing. Okay. So you have like muscle tissue or like nerve tissue or like bone tissue or whatever. Right? Right. It's just cells that have made up their mind and they're doing their business. So an exoskeleton is not bones. No, that's, I think the uh, exoskeletons are made out of like something totally different. They're like chitin or something, aren't they? Yeah, they're made out of chitin. Right, which is different from, well, bones are like a whole thing. Right. What I think if I, if I didn't have any bones, I would probably try to get like an exoskeleton or at least like a remote control bucket, like a Roomba. <laughs> a remote control <laughs> bucket. <laughs> like, like a little Roomba situation. So I never thought of it. If, if you were the only one that didn't have bones, like all the tech companies would race in to make you the best exoskeleton. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk would would blow you up <laughs> a million pieces. Yeah, Elon Musk <laughs> would call the other guys names and then you would blow up on your way back to your own house. Right. <laughs> so the question is like obviously the most obvious question about bones. Like when you think bones, the real question is are you in the bones or is your consciousness not in the bones? Now, we <laughs> we talked about this a little while back, so... Where is your it, consciousness? Exactly. 
It's easy to think that your consciousness is physically in your brain, but we know that there's neurons that are all over your body. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think the area of interest right now they're studying is in the gut, in other words, in the intestines. Right. You have like neural tissue there. And we talked about this a while back, which was, should you be decapitated? Mm -hmm. Right. If, you know, everything goes black and you go, oh no, where's my head? Then you go, oh no, I was in... <laughs> I was I, in the bottom part. I was in the bottom <laughs> half the whole time. I was the body. <laughs> head was just something else it was just not the head was just a little periscope coming up out of my soul right this whole time uh -huh. Uh -huh. i thought i was in the periscope right gosh what do we what do we learn about the world examining it through the flickering shadows on a cave wall natalie <laughs> right so like if you have no bones like what is it i think you would still be insulted yeah <laughs> No, are we talking? <laughs> so what if, like, the what's going on is that your consciousness isn't in your body at all. Your consciousness is is a atmospheric condition that that fills the entire universe, and we are just meat cars that are running on like the vibrational waves of the universal consciousness. And the only thing that makes us different is the unique circumstances that our meat car was was exposed to at different points in our lives. Well, sure, and if the postulate is true that consciousness is an electromagnetic field, this has been kind of talked about in recent years the idea that your ongoing your default mode of operating yourself your train of thought right that this is actually an electromagnetic field that's what it physically is mm -hmm. just like the consciousness we use the word consciousness but that is such an abstract idea that it may be an electromagnetic field it's just like fire if I say fire, you know what fire is. You can imagine a fire in your mind, a match, a bonfire, a house fire, a candle. Mm -hmm. But what you're seeing is the light and heat being output from a chemical reaction. The fire itself is is ephemeral. Right. The actual, the flames, right? That has to do with air currents and, and combustion and all this, right? Mm -hmm. Energy and electrons, all this shit happening. I think it's very much possible that in the way have you seen people pour sand on a table and then use a loudspeaker to send a sine wave and this creates standing waves on the table mm -hmm. let's say you have a circular table you cover it evenly with sand you turn on a uh, a loudspeaker that has a resonant tone playing a low note and you get a few standing waves and you increase the frequency the tone goes up and then those standing waves get closer and closer together and there's more of them mm -hmm. It's easy to imagine that somehow, physiologically, you're a resonator. And so you're not creating the experience of consciousness yourself. You just have tuned resonators that allow you to pick out certain frequencies from the universal consciousness, just as a radio receiver might be tuned to one frequency to pick out one station. But in truth, all stations are there all the time. Right. And maybe that is why you are existing and sometimes you come across people and you, you have nothing in common with them. You're never going to be able to find any common ground with them. You're never going to be able to communicate with them effectively because they're not even tuned into the same station you are. That's the problem. And, you know, hippies talk about vibrations and vibes and frequency we're all just we're on different frequencies man right right <laughs> but that's literally what what you're describing is you just you are tuned to something that is going to you know if you have a resonator this is something where you have uh, like a, a you clap your hands in a tunnel and it all and it makes almost a musical note that's resonance mm -hmm. so you are resonating with certain parts of the universal experience is it in your bones i think it could be aren't bones hollow what the hell's in bones <laughs> bones are made of a flexible matrix that is made out of like collagen 
and then it has like bound minerals like tied up in it. Okay, so really bones are this sort of gnarled maze full of crystals. Right. That's a lot more magical than I than we typically think. The About human, bones. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a much more high fantasy way of conceiving your own body parts. Right. <laughs> it's a maze full of crystals. Right. Right. <laughs> What exists in the crystal maze of your own bones? What kind of weird fantasy world is there? Is there like some kind of like race of like little gnome people that live in in your crystal mazes? <laughs> hey, you go down far enough. It's like see. fractals, man. It's just like the goblins of your legs. <laughs> <laughs> As above, so below. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the bones have, like, all the matrix with the minerals, and that is why bones are so strong, but they do not weigh that much, considering considering how big they are, right? Um, the, the bone matrix is about 95% collagen, and the remainder is something they just call ground substance. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> and the uh, collagen has like elasticity to it so it makes it so you're slightly resistant to fractures oh so it you know how you know how reinforced concrete works nope i don't well you have concrete which can resist a great deal of compression Mm -hmm. you can put something very heavy on concrete this sounds like a trivial statement because, you know, there's bridges and parking lots. You can make buildings out of concrete and drive cars and tanks on the buildings, right? Right. Uh, concrete, you can put a great deal of weight and it has great compression strength, but it has particularly poor tension strength. If you took a concrete pillar and you pulled it, it would just snap. Mm-hmm. It would it would uh, come apart. Right. And it doesn't have particularly great shear strength, I don't think. That's why they put uh, steel rods through it. Right. Rebar. Rebar. And rebar has a poor compression strength but an excellent tension strength and so you combine them to get kind of the best of both Mm -hmm. where if if your concrete pillar experiences any tension you know the the iron rods or the steel rods uh, resist that and it seems like bones are the same way you have those hard but brittle minerals then you have the elastic collagen kind of keeping it all together right right so the largest bone in your body is your... Oh, are you asking yes. me? Uh, your femur. You're right. And then the littlest one is... Your ear, You're inside the ear bones. Yeah, right, inside the ear bones. What's your favorite bone? <clears throat> my favorite What's bone? What's your favorite bone? Uh, I mean, probably my skull. It's probably the one that has protected me the most, assuming that I am inside my brain and not... Not inside my hands or, or, (laughs) you know, inside my ribs or something. Right, right. (laughs) No, I got to give it up. I got to get a, I got to give it up for the skull. And I know it's not just a single bone, but how could you pick just one? (laughs) Right. Skulls are real, they're like iconic. Like they're good looking. They're like a very good archetype. They're like a very good like graphical element. It's very, uh, you know, we're used to seeing them, and yet if you saw one in real life, you'd be like, man, that's tripping me out, man. There <laughs> used to be a guy in there, or that used to be a guy's periscope. <laughs> a guy used to look out of that. <laughs> Wait, it used that to was, be a meat car, now it's just that. That was the window on the front of his meat car. <laughs> I'm like totally gullible for skulls. I'm like, ah, you love to see them. Well, I mean, how can you not be biased? I mean, I got one. I got a, I got a skeleton inside of me, and like, I like to see them. <laughs> right? I'm not yeah. ever gonna get to see yeah. my own, so I gotta like get my rocks off now. Well, there's a there's a phenomenon where people often, or at least. There's a phenomenon where people have been shown to want to vote for the winner. I don't know. This is a psychological thing. It's some kind of bias. I'm not sure which one it is. There's a whole list of those. Uh, 
but I think we like skulls because we have skulls. So we're team skull. <laughs> really. Right. I think we're like, oh, I got one of those. Right. Uh, it's the same way how advertisers get you to buy the same shit over and over is actually if you buy a product and you like it and then you see their competitors on TV, you're like, fuck you, brawny. <laughs> Your paper towels suck. And, and, and everything is the same, right? So right. A, a product might be marginally better than another product. Right? If you steal paper towels from a public bathroom, sure, they're going to be awful. But those don't have ads. Right. If you're a bounty head and you see Brawny on TV, you're like, fuck you, strong flannel motherfucker. <laughs> fuck out of here. Man, what I need is a true cornucopia of absorbency. I need I need the tiered Brawny experience. Eight equals 12 rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Nine the. equals eighteen rolls. <laughs> the. Twelve equals thirty-six rolls. <laughs> the, the rolled paper math. I like how they always say nine mega rolls equals twelve super rolls. Well, I don't. I don't think either of those are like SI units, man. <laughs> One mega roll equals six ultra rolls. <laughs> <laughs> ultra roll is like 19 mini rolls. <laughs> That's what they ought to do. They ought to have when you're just in there, when you're not taking a full session, when you're just, you know, sometimes you do a little exercise and you're done with your exercise and you're like, oh, I, I gotta hit the bathroom you just you just crap out a little tiny kidney bean and you don't want to you don't want to waste a whole roll on that so they should <laughs> yeah right uh -huh. so they should <laughs> do like sliders for toilet paper rolls <laughs> little baby ones yeah smaller ones for when you have an unsatisfying poop <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that could be <laughs> I don't know if that's a million dollar idea. A million dollar idea. <laughs> I guess maybe, sure. Garbage Brain University. A million dollar idea. You know, I think as a society, we've wasted a lot of time talking about hyper rolls. Uh-huh. Mega rolls, ultra roll, cushion roll. Yeah. Mr. Comfort. <laughs> Here's... What I'm proposing for those times when it just seems silly to break out a brand new fresh roll of your preferred brand and you just you it doesn't even feel like you need toilet paper, but you would feel bad about yourself if you didn't use any. Right, right. You just single, single, little, small, and it's not as wide as a normal Like a postage roll. stamp. It's exactly the format I'm thinking, Natalie. How would you not run your finger through that? Well, it, it it's not big enough to even put your finger through. What you do is you pull it off. It's just like a roll of postage stamps. And you stick it on your asshole. <laughs> well, you get two squares and you just kind of you just kind of do a little pinch and flick. You <laughs> flick it right down into the bowl. Right. <laughs> pinch and flick. Can't wait. <laughs> but see, this is the amazing, this is the amazing thing. We can upcharge for the convenience. Of course you can. <laughs> Who wouldn't pay extra for that? <laughs> That's where we make the million dollars, baby. <laughs> you made the million dollars on the pension of lick. You're getting lost in the sauce, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a drink. <laughs> so, right, so that might be a million dollar idea, sure. Pinch and flick. <laughs> um, did you know that when you're like a baby, you have so many bones? When you grow up, you don't have that many anymore. They call it bone migration. Oh, you actually have more? 
you have more bones as a baby, and then some of them they just you don't have them anymore. Which uh, <laughs> so they just so they just kind of like solidify together. Is that sure. the idea? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that what they mean by growth plates? Yeah, it's not called bone migration. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> bone migration yeah. would be like, man, I found my finger down. Because babies start off with yeah. 270 bones, and we only have 206 bones. So that's like 64 bones. Where did they go, right? They left. They're gone. They're just two bones is the bone. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes one bone out of many bones. Yeah, they've all come together. Unification of the bone. Three ultra bones equals one mega bone. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what kind of bones is there? There's all kinds. Long bones, short bones, flat bones, irregular bones, and sesamoid bones. Only one of those sounds real. <laughs> I sesamoid, long, short, fat and tall bones. I don't think those are real. Long bones, tall bones, little bones and cute bones, baby bones and dog bones. <laughs> Don't forget the frog bones. <laughs> Do we we don't have frog bones. <laughs> not you not that you know of. So are the <laughs> So these are these are human bones. Sure. Uh-huh. So what what are long bones like your arm bones? Um long bones have a shaft which is longer than its width and it has a rounded end on a rounded head at each end of the shaft oh the classic skull and bones type bone bony bones right like yeah when you give the dog a bone bones right picture a child draws a picture of a bone and that's a long bone right right uh your arm bones your leg bones your finger bones your toe bones those are all long bones right then Short bones are kind of like cube shaped. They so that would be like the bones in your hands and your wrists, your ankles. Okay. Okay. Like little nuggets of bone. Bone bits. Sure. Uh flat bones obviously are like the ones that are like on your skull and stuff and your sternum. Like just flat expanses of bone that usually will have like a spongy layer in between two layers, right? Sure. Yeah. And then sesamoid bones are bones that are embedded inside of tendons. And so they will hold your tendon away from a joint. So that's like your patella. Okay, okay. So that, it's inside of a tendon. Yeah. I didn't know those existed. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, tendons existed. We'll do an episode about it. Uh, well, tendons. I, I, you know what? Uh, I, I do know that tendons exist And I really just probably due to some uh, oversimplified educational process, I think of tendons and ligaments just as kind of your body's ropes, Mm -hmm. just stringing everything together. Right, right. The rubber bands of the operation. Yeah, really. (laughs) I didn't know they had bones in the rubber bands. That's freaky, man. That's freaky. Human beings are freaky things. You don't know what kind of gross shit happens in the meat cars. That's why you that's why you can't see in there. You got to keep the hood closed on that sucker. <laughs> right, you don't want to see it. <laughs> um then there's irregular bones. And so irregular bones are like the ones who don't fit into other categories. And so that is like your spine, your pelvis, um like in some of the bones in your skull and like they're just like re- irregular. They're not the same as the other ones. <laughs> So the classification was going real well until we got to the last category, which is all the others put together. <laughs> yeah, all leftover bones. Cool. <laughs> but what is what is the bones for? What do you think? What do you think they're for? Uh, well, they make it so your body can do stuff. Yeah, they make it so you can do, always. <laughs> that is the one thing that bones does, is that they make it so you can do. What, whatever kind of do you want to do. They're right? really, yeah, they're kind of the facilitators of any verb you might want right. to take part in. Sure. Right, so you could do a run, you could do a walk, you could do a trot. The three basic movements of the <laughs> You could do, do a little dance. The four basic movements <laughs> of the modern human, yeah. Wiggle. 
Well, you can do that without so, bones. I already said I was going to do that when I'm boneless. Yeah, that wiggle would would be your your bucket full of slop. Right. Just your your person where you have remote control bucket. <laughs> well, I think you need to work on that. I don't think that's quite there. Well, I mean, someone's going to brain control bucket. If you think about it, all buckets are brain controlled. <laughs> You're a brain-controlled bucket. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Everything. I'm full of water, and until I'm proven otherwise, I have reason to believe I am the brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out later. We'll eventually find out, sure. <laughs> um, so, bones have a bunch of mechanical functions they make you have a frame for you to hang your body off of they make it so you can have something to attach your muscles to and your ligaments um they make it so you can generate and transfer force and you can move through space with your body right and bones also make blood cells in the bone marrow and bone marrow is five percent of the total body mass in a healthy adult did you know that really it's mm-hmm. a lot i didn't know there was that much bone marrow happening you said five percent mm-hmm. yeah so if you weigh 200 pounds you got 10 pounds of bone marrow in you baby if you, it's, their example says if you weigh 161 pounds you have eight pounds of bone marrow all right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, that sounds right, yeah. (laughs) If you weighed five pounds, you could, you... uh, You'd be the smallest guy around. You would have so... (laughs) It would... Go ahead. (laughs) Did you know that a human bone marrow makes 500 billion blood cells day every day until you're dead the marrow makes the blood cells Mm -hmm. i mean i guess uh, i feel like i maybe would have known that if i thought about it but it i mean the blood cells come from somewhere the bone is a good place to put like your base (laughs) that's a secret like i said but the gnomes the crystal gnome cave that's what that's where i obviously where you would hide stuff they run the blood factory I mean, really, the scale is monumental. 500 billion blood cells a day. Uh-huh. And that's you. Your blood cell is you. Right. But you, isn't poop mostly blood cells? Dead blood cells? Well, that's a good That's a good question. I think is a portion it, of is it is. It, I'm not sure. Should I look it up? Yeah. Um, it doesn't say exactly how much, but it, uh, that is why it's brown. Wait. That article says it's mostly bacteria, not blood cells. Oh, because of dead red, dead red blood cells is why it's brown. Okay. Mm-hmm. So your bones are, in a sense, constantly shitting. Right, right. <laughs> um, you can also store minerals in your bones. Like the crystals we were talking about before. Oh, like like as a part of homeostasis? Mm-hmm. Like you need some calcium for later and you hold it onto it in your bones. Okay. Well, that'd be a place to stash it, yeah. Phosphorus, like to store some phosphorus in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's appetite, right? Yeah, right. There is fat storage where you will be able to store like fatty acids in the marrow adipose tissue. Okay. Yeah, like when you get a beef, when you get a beef bone, it's hollow. Mm-hmm. There, it just seems like fat in there. Right. All those chefs on TV are always like, mm, I love to get the marrow bone. I've I tried to eat that stuff. It's just so fatty. It's not good. It's not good. It's like it's just grease. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. Right. It's very greasy. It's very fatty. It's not my favorite texture. Also, bones will also do like pH stuff and like keep your acids in balance, man. And then also it will be it'll make it so you can um store heavy metals and excrete them gradually if you're exposed to that. So this is funny. So if bones 
correct your pH and bones take fat out of your body and bones detoxify you, bones are actually what naturopaths say essential oils do. <laughs> right, right. If you have bones in a liver, you don't need anything that those people are selling. Yeah, exactly. People are, are selling alkaline water and uh, uh, detoxifying liquids and stuff like that. You need bones. Right. I didn't realize bones... Bones were doing so much. Shout out to Bones, really. Bones are, Bones, they really have it going on. Like, they're very cool. And think about, like, all the different things that they do. They're amazing. If anyone had invented Bones, they would be a genius. But they just, like, came naturally from the, from the earth. (laughs) They did. I mean, they did, though. Yeah. They did. Uh They would have had to. They're, they're made out of stuff that was here. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, bones undergo this thing called bone remodeling, where mature bone tissue is, like, broken down and resorbed, and then new bone tissue replaces it. And that is how, like, your bones will heal and repair damage and this and that. Like, just general, like, the way your body replaces itself, right? Yeah. Um, in the first year of your life when you're a baby... Almost 100% of your skeleton gets replaced. Wow. You don't even have your original skeleton. Mm-hmm. That's why babies are so squishy and floppy. Oh, man. They're just already... They haven't even used that thing, and they're like, let me resorb this. <laughs> it's a resorption. I need... <laughs> I need my skeleton so I can make more skeleton, bro. Um, Adults will remodel about 10% of their skeleton per year. So it's possible that after 10 years, you might have none of your previous skeleton. Mm -hmm. How many skeletons have you gone through so far, buddy? Four. A lot. No, five. I went through one my first year of life. That was really... I just had to get... That first one was a bum skeleton. (laughs) I had to go... I had too many bones. Yeah. (laughs) It's got 270 bones. Let me resorb this real quick. (laughs) I need some nutrients. I'm getting mushed up peas and stuff. I really gotta get some of this. Right. (laughs) Um, You know who um, has a skeleton? And likes to to fly is birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so that would make you be like, so why are their bones like? How are they able to fly? You would think that would be a heavy operation, but no. But they have bones that are very very light. Their bones are thinner and smaller and lighter, and that is how they fly so good. I've I think people used to say bird bones were hollow, but that wouldn't that wouldn't be the case cuz they have to make blood with their bones. Well, this says that many bird bones have very little marrow due to their being hollow. Oh, okay. So. Okay, well they're hollow. Where do they get their blood? That's probably why they're always out picking up worms. Right. <laughs> they drink blood out of other things. Ah, nature is beautiful. <laughs> Their beak is made out of bone, and then it has some keratin over it. So their beak is a bone covered in hair? Keratin. Well, keratin is what hair is made out of, right? And right. fingernails. Right, so fingernails, yeah. So it's like a bone with like a layer of like yellow on it. Great. <laughs> Looking good, Chirpy. <laughs> you birdie asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, when do you think they invented bones? When was the first bone? Extra, it, uh, an extreme long time ago because when you go back and you see fossils, those fossils have, well, uh, a lot of those old like trilobites and stuff we have around here, trilobites, crinoids and stuff, those all had exoskeletons. Are you talking about the first exoskeleton or the first Yeah, first, bone? Alice, first when, how, how did we get bones? How did it come about? Like, what, tell me. How did it come about? Uh, creatures were, once they started being multicellular, some of them developed exoskeletons. Right. I mean, we got vertebrates at some point. That's, vertebrate is a bone animal. Right. But you know what really set bones off? The thing that really was like, this bones thing is going to be the shit, is about one and a half billion years ago, the tectonic plates were like 
moving around a whole bunch and a whole ton of minerals were dumped into the oceans. And so suddenly there was like a glut of like the mineral substances that organisms would need in order to make hard parts. Oh. They suddenly had access to the materials they would need to do that. And then that is when they started making bony type structures. They started off with exoskeletons, but then eventually moved on to internal skeletons. Well, that's, uh, I mean, sure, you could have a tectonic shift that dumped, what, calcium into the ocean? Right. But there's so much calcium on Earth. I mean, there's a ton of it here, right? Right, right. So just the fact that everybody was chilling and they did not have bone ingredients and then suddenly... (laughs) Suddenly, everybody all had bone ingredients, and suddenly they also knew what to do with it. That's a little suspicious. Isn't everything suspicious? Nothing is real. I'm sitting here telling you about all this stuff about bones and about wood and about monkeys and about ghosts, and none of it is real. You could. It is all false construct. You could be in your liver. Right. You don't even know that you live inside this meat car. You could just be like a radio control driving this meat car, and you're not even here. What? When you clap in a tunnel and it makes a sound, bonk, right? Uh What sound does the tunnel make when you don't clap? No sound. Think about that. Right. (laughs) What happens to us when our meat cars are no longer here? Are we still part of the universe? Are, Are we still the universe? Yes. When your meat car is gone, it's just like, imagine like the whole entire universe is still, is like covered in a net of energy. And at all the intersections of the net, that is like, uh, another person on the meat car like when the meat car is gone it does not mean the net is gone and you know when you turn your radio off does the station keep broadcasting yeah, it does it absolutely does just because you turned your car off doesn't mean that the radio station is shut down also you may be inside your bones because apparently that's where lives the gnomes <laughs> they work in their blood factory so you can shit out the blood <laughs> That's that's what they don't tell you online, folks. We're really getting into this bottom, like some really deep universal mysteries tonight in this episode. We're really learning about the bone gnomes. <laughs> Where's the skeleton? Where are you in a skeleton? Are you the skeleton or you is the could, skeleton an illusion? You know, the fact that the bones are creating the blood... And all that good stuff is in the marrow and the bones are like keeping the body in homeostasis. Like it's mineral, it's mineral concentrations and it's pH. And uh, you you store fat in your bones too, in mm-hmm. the marrow. Mm-hmm. And you store toxins in your bones. Mm-hmm. Like your bones are kind of your, your babysitter. Right. <laughs> your bones are really kind of like, you know, it, it's... Like the the people that uh, are the least appreciated are the sanitation workers. Right. Right? Uh-huh. You walk into a building, the building wouldn't be clean if somebody didn't clean it. And certainly, if nobody took your trash away, your house and your yard would be completely full of trash. Or you'd have to go find a place to dump the trash. But if they didn't have the dump open because there weren't any sanitation workers, where would you dump it? See, that's just like the bones. When it comes down to it, the bones are really running the show. Right, right. I mean, maybe this is a bone car and not a meat car. Maybe the bones wanted the meat so they could move their bones around. Uh It'd be easy to think that the bones are just a useful idiot for us. Oh, (laughs) This is our little rebar. This is our rebar. This that... is dumb shit that we hang everything on. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just a, a closet with hangers full of muscles and ropes to keep it all strung together. But it turns out we were always the bones, baby. And that's why we like skeletons, because we like us. <laughs> it's because we, I mean, the, the skeleton is us. <sighs> and we are it. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone you love is a skeleton also. It's true. And everyone you lo- everyone you hate's a skeleton too. But when we're all skeletons, you won't be able to tell the difference. That's the real truth. <laughs> That's right. 
um, so 6.8 million Americans break a bone every year on average. Have you ever broken a bone? That's a lot. No, uh, yeah. I I broke my very littlest toe on one of my feet. Aw. It's fine now. Yeah. I fucking fucked my toe up the other day. I thought I broke it. And then I was like, you know what? If I did, oh well. <laughs> this is America, baby. Suck it up, buttercup. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh let me just go down to the... Oh, to the... sure. Let me just go down to the hospital and get some medical care. <laughs> Make him look at this ouchy toe of mine. Very important. <laughs> I did. Uh, I I broke my littlest toe when I was a kid. And uh, I went into the doctor and he was like, it's broken. He's like, all right. And was kind of wrapping up. And I was like, well, what are we going to do about it? And he goes, oh, you want me to make you a tiny cast? <laughs> He could have been nicer, man. I was like, I was like twelve or thirteen or something, man. Is that is that was that that jerk off accident you had? Yeah, it, it was. It was just, and it was just coincidental. It wasn't. There was no perv activity. It was just it, like teenage clumsiness. Right. <laughs> right. I was just trying to get from one room to the other, and I had, like, uh, you know, the brain is still in development. So I I decided it would be, like, easiest for me to just, like, not not pull my pants up. I do that. You know what? I do that every day. I do that every day because I go to the bathroom before I go to bed, and then I have to walk into the bedroom, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to pull my pants up just to go 10 feet and take my pants off again. Uh, maybe you should if you like your toes. <laughs> I think I have a new appreciation for bones today. Do you? Do you love yeah, a bone? I do now. <laughs> a bone is a bone. Did you know that your teeth are not bones? Really? Uh, I mean, they don't look like bones, but it seems like people say they're bones. Uh-huh. But they're not. They're not bones. They um they can't regenerate or remodel like bones can. Remember we were talking about that? Yeah. Teeth don't do that. Uh, they do not produce blood cells. They're made of dentin, which is a different kind of tissue. Uh-huh. And they have enamel. Bones don't have enamel. And uh, teeth are not made out of collagen, and bones are made of collagen. So they are just different. Like, if you boil a bunch of teeth, you're not going to make any soup. <laughs> well... <laughs> but don't let that stop you. <laughs> like that's i think that is a, we're gonna we're gonna distill that fact to there like down to that point teeth are not bones you can't make any yeah. soup out of it yeah that's the, the collagen and the bones that's really what you make the soup out of that's there's the, that one brand of soup there's that one brand of stock that we get at the grocery store and we've been buying it for years since we've been buying groceries that brand called college in i-n-n and it took me until extremely recently <laughs> to like, read it out loud to myself and be like you clever bastards <laughs> your shit's called collagen <laughs> <laughs> you fucking clever shits and now and now that is my first choice whenever i go out uh, well myself. yeah <laughs> do you get it please <laughs> Collagen, get it? <laughs> it just and it's laid out. It just looks like such a generic brand. Yeah. It just it's not it's not cheeky at all. It's not no. like Pomo looking or anything. No, it's very much like Stouffer's beef broth. That's right. what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. That's probably like one of my favorite things at the grocery store is the collagen. Uh, when I when I, uh, I felt like a fucking genius when I found that out. That was good stuff. I was like Andy. They hid. <laughs> they hid that. They, they really hid it did. in plain sight. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, so did you know that your tibias can shorten up to a millimeter? Um, due to compression when you are jogging around. Really? Sounds like a good reason not to go jogging around to me. Jogging is, uh, jogging is really uncomfortable mm-hmm. to me. When I know when I was a kid, I didn't have any like bone or joint ailments. And so when I was a kid and I jogged, I, I would run out of breath. 
I had breathing problems. I couldn't breathe. That's what always did it to me when I was a kid. And now it's like my knees, my shins, my ankles, my hips, just like slamming my feet into the pavement over and over. Yeah. I've seen some people like jogging around who look absolutely miserable. I remember seeing this one guy who was just like jogging and he was like sweating like a fucking bitch. And he was like the color of a tomato. It was like 110 degrees outside. This fucker was like running in some shorts that look like little teeny tiny shorts. It's like, just get a treadmill and go in the air conditioning, you dumb dumb. He fucking must. He looked like he was killing himself. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that stuff. Ninety, one hundred degrees. It's too. It's too much, and it's like a swamp around here. Mm-hmm, it absolutely is. Um, did you know that in nineteen ninety one in Cleveland, Ohio, there was a group called the Band Aid Boys, <laughs> and they then evolved to become the Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> Band Aid Boys. <laughs> They had to change their name because that was my band's name. (laughs) (laughs) Did did they figure that one out? I know they worked with Easy E. Did they figure that out on their own or did Easy pull them aside and say, listen, I don't think the Band-Aid Boys is going to hit. That's like how 2 Chains used to be called Titty Boy. uh, Titty Boy... It stuck out as a rap name, but I'm glad that he went to Chains because I think that maybe matches up better. I really like Two Chains. Uh, Two Chains is is masterful. He's charming. I, I find I find Two Chains charming. He's, he seems like a nice guy. He seems like he's a kind person. Every time I've seen him, he seems uh really intelligent. Uh-huh. And uh, his his music, of course, is amazing. When rappers become popular, I'm happy for them. But there's something where, like, mainstream entertainment culture will do the dizzle-dizzle thing to them. Yeah, right. They try to say rap words back to them, like, to make fun of them for being rappers. Right. It just seems so strange to me. Right. I really, I really don't like that. Uh, and 2 Chains is very gracious when people say all the rap stuff back to him. Right. It's, it's nice to see. <laughs> he seems like, a, he seems like a nice guy. I hope he had a nice Easter. And I hope he's faring the pandemic well. <laughs> I hope, he, I hope he is too. <laughs> We're thinking about you two chains. Uh, so your thigh bone. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just read this. I read this fact and I read it to myself as the fi- <laughs> the thigh bone is the biggest animal to ever exist. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. I told you that bones are crazy. But no, the thigh bone of one of the biggest animals to ever exist was discovered in southern, southwestern France. And it was a six foot long femur that they believed to have belonged to a sauropod, which is some kind of dinosaur. That's huge. Right. A six foot long leg bone that's bananas. What's up, Mr. Legs? That's what I said to that guy. Man, I don't know off the top of my head what a sauropod looks like. What if it was, what if it had stubby legs compared to its body? Then it would be truly huge. Right. Or it could just be a leg boy. He's <laughs> just like all legs, like one of those night pants or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> the Fresno night crawler. Yeah. Just a white pair of pants with a little fuzzy head on top. <laughs> I love him. No, in his day, the sauropod was known as all legs, no eggs. And this is ultimately... <laughs> That's what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> no eggs. No eggs. Better better to have no legs and all eggs. <laughs> yep. So, um... Over the course of the day, the cartilage in your spine is also compressed in the same way that your shin bones are. And so you are shorter at the end of the day than you are when you wake up in the morning. I've heard that before. And astronauts who go to outer space are up to 3% taller when they get back. 
Oh, uh, so 3%. How tall are astronauts? Seven feet tall? Regular height. So the average American man, I think, is five foot nine right now. Mm -hmm. So that's what, 69 inches? Nice. So 3%, (laughs) uh, 3% of that would be would be really what 3% of uh, 69 inches would be like two inches. Do they grow two inches? They must. We got That's it off ridiculous. Website, it has to be true. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is so much. Being two, just wandering around being two inches taller. I mean, I, I've worn shoes that have done that before. Well, sure, but that's really unusual. Just right. everybody coming out from, coming back from straight space all stretched out. I bet their joints hurt after they come back from space. Probably. Did you know that Bone Thugs and Harmony have sold more than thirty mo- <laughs> more than thirty million records? No. <laughs> That's a lot of records. Yeah. I'm glad that they're doing such a good job. That's that really. Thirty million yeah. records, fifty billion red blood cells. Bones can really do it all now. Right. I, do they still live in Cleveland? I don't know. We should look it up. Let's find out. Do oh. mm-hmm. if you if you hum, it's also. <laughs> <laughs> New bone thugs still living Cleveland. Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> They're going to reunite Saturday in Cleveland um, 10 years ago. Oh, good. <laughs> they got their start in 1994 with the EP creeping on the come up. That's right, yeah. Right. They surely did. My sister used to like bone thugs. They're, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, did you know that the hyoid bone is the only bone not connected to any other bones? The hyoid bone? Uh-huh. And it is at the base of your tongue, and it is held in place by muscles and ligaments at the base of your skull. Huh. Uh, it helps you talk, breathe, and swallow, and it is really hard to break it. Unless someone strangles you or you get hung. And so they use it a lot in forensics. Like, that's a good way to tell if you got strangled. Oh. So it's just a rogue bone in your mouth? In your neck, like up in here. Oh. Okay. It just hangs out of there. Pop it. Oh, someone strangled you. Right? Uh-oh. That's like <laughs> when... That's like when... Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, it's like when you get your salsa home from the store and you open it up and the lid doesn't pop. Right. <laughs> uh, so um, there is a secret order called the Skull and Bones or the Brotherhood of Death that was... Uh, or suppose it is still an undergrad senior secret student society at Yale. And people all think that they're like very conspiracy. And they're like, oh my God, those guys in their secret society are so freaky. It was just, uh, it's just a little clubhouse though, isn't it? Right, yeah. It's just like, they're it's just, just doing like John shit. Kerry and George Bush and stuff were all in there, right? Right, right, yeah. Like, oh, we're all very fancy boys. We're fancy lads at our fancy school. And our moms and dads are all very rich. And they want us to be friends so we can keep all of our money in the family. I mean, (laughs) if you, I mean, all you would have to do is you'd have to put on a Yale sweatshirt and you say it just like that. And they would let you (laughs) in. They would let me in immediately. They would be like, I, (laughs) they would. Uh, you would be talking that and they'd say well come on in the skull and bones house brother and you'd say well I'm not a brother yet <laughs> and they'd do the little one two three four I declare a skull and bone war right and then I'd do the little secret handshake and then I'd do the elbows and then they let me in and then I'd put my dick in the skeleton's mouth and then I'm, it does it skull and bones uh, who, uh, <laughs> who did that Dave Cameron yeah that old uh, uh, prime minister uh-huh. they had for a while. He hogged out with a pig, <laughs> right? Something right. like that. Right, right. That came and went awful fast. I feel like George Bush choked on a pretzel for four months and the guy in England stuck his dick in a pig's mouth. <laughs> that went away in a week. I don't think that's fair. Remember when they kicked, when they kicked Howard Dean out just because he yelled a little bit? Remember when they murdered Princess Di? <laughs> You know what? I 
I, I think everyone should join me in a, in a world where we just don't give a shit about this shit anymore. People, like, they can have their political fights, and that is fine. I hope they're having fun. I'm going to carry on my life without them, though. <laughs> sure. I mean, you can see it for so long, and you, I kind of had the, uh, I kind of had the feeling that this was going to bend back the other way. We were going to uh, walk hand in hand to uh, a promised brighter future, and it just turns out it was more of that. It was more of the stuff we uh, we didn't like. So why would you, why would you pay attention to it, man? You you tune your own radio. Right? right, you can't pick up. You can't choose the frequency your bones receive, or can you? Are you the bones? Can you pick the frequency? You get new bones every ten years. So think about this. Think about how you know we have bones and we have meat, but you know, really, when you think about it, we are totally permeable, man. Right? Our bodies are permeable. Our our bones and our meat and our skin and everything—they're pores and it is permeable. We have we have void spaces in ourselves, right? Yeah, even so, so, yeah. so, like, what if if you adjust your frequencies and you never have internet fighting about politics on, and you never have the news where people are yelling about the same shit all the fucking time and never changing anything? You don't ever have those vibrations, and you replace those vibrations with something else, like something that makes you feel good, right? Then that soaks into your body, and you're like changing your own vibrations also because you are porous, man. Well, you you're tuning your own radio. Right, right. You have to feel, you have to, you have to project what you want in order to soak it back up into yourself. You know, your, your body, your mind craves homeostasis. And we learned today that your bones crave homeostasis. Your bones help your body to regulate. So it's really, unless you want to fill your poor bones with all of this day-to-day chatter on all this stuff that doesn't matter that you don't have control over then you know don't do it right you got to you got to maintain that level you got to maintain your positive vibe man right you got got to make sure all your vibes are positive and then you'll they'll reflect back onto you think about it man did you know that um crazy bone went to prison <laughs> for a year and a half because he shot wishbone in the leg with a 12 gauge <laughs> <laughs> I've I've heard of Crazy Bone with the K. I didn't know that there was a bone called Wishbone. Right. <laughs> There's Crazy Bone and Busy Bone. Uh-huh. Those are the main ones. This is like a sub bone. This is like one of the regular bones. <laughs> 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 Wishbone <laughs> filling the the crunchy black roll, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did you know that a jellyfish doesn't have any bones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. No. no, it doesn't. Not even any of them. Not uh, one. Zip. Zip. But you know what? The jellyfish is still uh uh. A piece of the universal consciousness, even so. There's your proof that the bones are not where it is. Yeah, but how do you know a jellyfish thinks? A, a jellyfish is a part of the universal consciousness. Everything is a part of the universal consciousness. A snail is, a bug is, everything is, and some of those guys don't have bones. So that's so that's not important. I think the bones are not important to that. That's not where it is. We'll we'll find out where it is. <laughs> it's not in the brain either, because jellyfishes don't have brains like ours. Mm. But they're still picking up the, the frequency, man. They're still flapping around in the ocean. You get a black light on those suckers. That's nice. <laughs> what did you learn about bones today? <laughs> you know, they do They do more than I thought. Right? It's, you, you don't feel your day-to-day perception of your body is you don't feel your bones doing anything. Bones are really, it's 
it's like you don't you really don't notice them until something goes wrong right you just take it for granted that you're a solid body and you can walk and run you're compressing your fucking tibia running down the street and your tibia just takes it and is like i've adjusted your ph levels master (laughs) did you know that um if you find a human bone and you bite into it it makes sparks like a winter green lifesaver what (laughs) and it's only human bones right Well, I learned two things today. You know who also learned two things today, Natalie? (laughs) Corey Grella. Corey Grella, master of knowledge, uh, scholar of the ancients, font of wisdom. Thank you for sponsoring Garbage Brain. Uh, All those who wish to become enlightened should seek her guidance. Right. And if you were taking a mystical journey to seek guidance, Natalie, where would you go? Uh, Harlem Township, down by the creek. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Harlem Township, made of earth, like the earth itself. Does it contain crystals? Probably. Yes. Absolutely. Does it contain multitudes? You bet. Harlem Township in beautiful Delaware County, Ohio, United States. Northeast of Columbus, Ohio. Just one tiny frequency in the radio spectrum of the universal consciousness. And if you... We're trying to send your universal consciousness through the mail. <laughs> and it was a piece of fruit. If you had a, uh, a piece of fruit that was imbued with the essence of God, <laughs> and you were trying to send it to your friend. Now, that's a pricey <laughs> That's a pricey piece of cargo. I gotta, but it's every piece of fruit. Think about it. But I got to treat it right. <laughs> right, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Hazel Technologies. Sure. I'm going to get the preservation packet, and that's going to keep that fruit imbued with the power of God (laughs) in the shape that it deserves. Right. Circle, probably. (laughs) (laughs) So, thanks. uh, Who is this suggested by? Josh. Josh. And? Alexis Lurleen. Josh and Alexis Lurleen, thanks so much for suggesting this. They're they're on Discord, uh, where you can leave topic suggestions if you'd like to talk to them and talk to us and all of our friends. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. We've got everything you need, including all the paid episodes you've never heard and more. So stop by, say hello, and... I love you, Thanks for. I love you, everybody. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. Goodbye.